All right, ladies and gentlemen, we hear that sound every week. We do our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. And just to let everybody know how we're doing, you know, last week was a rough week. We kind of took a bath overall. It was just a nightmare. I'm not even going to go into the records. But I will say, despite the bad, bad week, Mongo, you actually rose to the top of the ranks. You are 52nd nationally. So every single professional sports writer, game handicap or whatever you want to say that's registered on NFL Pick Watch. So everybody from ESPN, CBS, NFL Network, Bleacher Report, whoever, you're number 52. Mr. Brown, you're right there at 55. Biggie, you're 160. Turbo, who's not with us, though, is 137. And I am bringing up the rear at 191. Uh, I have a record of 43 and 60. It is is just absolutely terrible. But Mongo, Mr. Brown, you guys are both, uh, you know, 54 wins in, but uh, one of y'all forgot to pick a game one week, so it's a little off. But either way, you guys have winning records. Congratulations. We're doing good. How are you guys feeling about this week? Well, it's got to be better than last week. So That's things, an understatement. Things are looking up. Back to you, Chad. How about this game? We got the Thursday night game in the background. The Bucks on the road to where nobody circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills. How would you guys uh, rate this game so far? What is it, 24 to 10? Is that the score? What it is in with the third the, quarter with the bills driving the bills are driving and uh so I, i'm just gonna go and tell you it was a big spread i took the bucks to cover it was our moron it seems like that did uh you guys also take the bucks anybody take the bills i took the bucks to cover nine and a half nine and a half is a big spread and you said it went to 10 after yeah, we were i done. went bucks as well mongo i took the buffalo Buffalo Bills. Well, that's why you're first out of us, right? Because you, you're now to pick these damn games. But uh, without further ado, you guys ready to get through these picks? I want to hear Mongo's Lone Wolf. You want to do Oh, it is a Lone Wolf, a Thursday night Lone Wolf. Yeah. What's, what does a buffalo sound like? You, you want to do some Silence of the Lambs or something? Or... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very buffalo. That is a wounded buffalo. That is the sound the animal made in Star Wars when they cut it open to live inside of it on Hoth so they wouldn't die. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I was going to say. I was right before it lost its heart. (laughs) That was halfway between the sound of a cow and a horse. (laughs) A chores. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, let's see how many lone wolves we can get. There's four of us here. Turbo's with us in spirit, although he did stop by briefly. But uh, we, we stayed up late to get these picks in. So we're approaching 11 p.m. here on the East Coast. But we got games to pick. So let's just start it off. I don't, I don't think we have any any Europe games, do we? Everything's in stateside this week? Stateside America. All right, so no weird things to worry about there. But let's go to the first game on the docket. The Los Angeles Rams on the road to Dallas coming off a of bye week. 57% of the money is on the Rams, who are a six-point dog. You know what's weird about this game is I feel like they've already played once this year. It was a home game for Dallas. Oh, that's right. They played the Los Angeles Chargers, and it was a home game for them on Monday night. They took a bye week after that, and that bye week wasn't long enough for them to realize that Dak is not the guy, and they should try to switch Trey Lance, and they'll still suck. Tony Pollard's been bad. Mike McCarthy, he's still trying to figure out if he calls a timeout, if his first down is a third down. Who's my offensive coordinator? How do I wipe my butt? Give me the resurgent Rams, Cooper Cup, Pack you. Stafford's looking great. They don't even—they don't only cover to get the W. Oh, I think everything you just said to the opposite. Ooh. and the boys there in Dallas. 
they have to because I need it. I need it financially. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. One eight hundred gambler. You can financially want the Rams. It's okay, man. He's taking the bet. The dog. Kerwin Williams is out for the Rams. I don't. I don't think they can run the ball on Dallas. I think it's going to give them a little bit of trouble. Trouble passing as well. So I'm picking Dallas. I'm also taking Dallas. They're coming off the bye week. It's six points and. You know, everybody wants to talk about Sean Payton. Mike McCarthy is no different. They're the same damn coach. Neither of them are great. They got lucky to be around great quarterbacks. They're mediocre teams, but the Rams don't have enough. The Dallas coming off a bye week at home. Take them to cover. Biggie, you're lone wolfing on the first one out the gate here. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Was this just out of Rams? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> That was a, now he's beating the table. That was you, a rapid ramp. You just made every turkey in town run this way. <laughs> oh, I see some glowing eyes in the distance here in the dark. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to turn around now. Uh, the best thing to do is just move on. We got a classic NFC North rivalry: the Minnesota Vikings going into Lambeau, coming off a bad loss to the Broncos. Are they that bad? I don't know. Vegas seems to like the Vikings, who are a one and a half point favorite on the road. 81% of the money coming in on the Vikes. And that 81% of the money is going to be winner money. Green Bay Packers coming off a bye week into Denver, one of the worst teams in the league. One and a half point spread. Couldn't win that game. Do you notice which watch that game? Off a of bye week, six weeks into being the starter, Jordan Love. They don't trust him to throw the football. Christian Watson's a bum. As Gallo told you earlier, he wants him to be more of a fighter. Go after that ball. Minnesota Vikings have new life. From going from tanking for Cave of Williams to two straight wins, now they think they could possibly be a playoff team. Give me a fighting Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I'm going right there with you on the Vikings. I feel like this spread of one and a half could have been six, and I would have still picked the Vikings. <laughs> I feel like uh, if the Packers had a running game, I would look at this. They don't. But I'm with you on the Vikings. Yeah, I think this is a slam dunk. What I say, 81%? Like, that's not changing. Uh, I think it might be 90% by the time the game comes out Sunday because this is Thursday evening. But uh, Kirk Cousins still shows he's got what it, what it takes to win. Even in primetime when everybody says he can't, Green Bay's not primetime. They are uh, – they're, they're not good. So, yeah, Vikings all day long. We're across the board on that. All right, the Atlanta Falcons, who everybody's mad at for lying about injury reports last week, they go on the road to Tennessee – uh, who's got a running back by committee now. I don't know what's happening down here. I think Malik uh, Willis is the starting quarterback for the Titans. He is. Ryan Tannehill's injured but doesn't need surgery. All right, so the Falcons are a road favorite by three, but 59% of the money is coming in on the Titans. And so am I. Give me the fighting Mike Bravels. As I told you before, the Falcons are a team you don't bet on. Who's healthy? Who's going to play? Who's not going to play? Arthur Smith doesn't know it. He's living on his daddy's FedEx money. He's playing mad. <laughs> Give me the Titans with a little bit of fresh blood at the controls, and the fact they're willing to trade Derrick Henry tells me just how pitiful former Houston Oilers are. Wait, did you take the Titans, though? Yes. That didn't make sense at all. (laughs) He just talked about how pitiful they are. They're (laughs) playing the Falcons. You know I can't pick them. Oh, wow. I was so lost down there. Anyways. What did you just say? (laughs) I'm going with uh, Titans as well. I feel like we want to talk about a committee at running back. Guess what? He's still going to eat at home. And I can't believe they're the underdog in this game. Give me the Titans all day. Benji doesn't have a headache this week. Benji? Yeah. Benet or whatever his name is. I don't know. 
<laughs> I think there was a murder mystery about him. B. John Robinson. In the 90s. Uh, so I feel like that the Titans, all, they, I don't know if you heard, but they're going to, the plan is to play both quarterbacks. Well, Levi's going to play as well, Mr. Mayonnaise. <laughs> so given the fact that we don't know what we're going to see, I'm going to go with the Falcons. I know exactly what we're going to see. I've seen Malik Willis play quarterback. He's not good. For all the hate you guys are giving Ritter, he's twice the player that any quarterback under center for Tennessee is going to be this week. I know it's a road game, but the Falcons take this one by seven. They're going to go in there and do the job. The Titans, they're selling off the farm. It's time to move on. Where does Derrick Henry play at the end of the year? Is he going to be in Tennessee? He's going to be a Buffalo Bill. Exactly. It's not going to be. And they still wouldn't run him. And they still won't run him. Maybe they won the playoffs. But, all right, we're split on that one. So let's move on to Nolans. Going into the Colts, we know uh, the Colts are going with Gardner Mishnew. Uh, 69% of the money is on Indianapolis, even though they're the dog, one-and-a-half-point dog at home. This pick hurts for me because I picked the Saints win division. I like what they did bringing in Derek Carr. I got Alvin Kamara on my fantasy team. But the fact of the matter is this. Dennis Allen, the head coach of the Nolans Saints, has coached 60 games in his career. Do you know what his record is? Is it under 500? It's 18 and 42. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad, ladies and gentlemen. Give me the resurgent Colts, JT, three years, 42 million. Minshew Magic, rookie head coach, got a nice vibe going. Take the Colts for the win. I've, I've seen Derek Carr for more than I would like to say I've seen him in my life. And this is who Derek Carr is. He's he's going to always be the quarterback who just had great skill, like assets, but didn't capitalize on it. He's like the uh, Billy B. Billy B. I like what Big you did prospect, there. but uh, not a not a. Anyways, I hate Derek Carr and David <laughs> Carr and all the cars, and uh, I going, even hate Ford and Chevy trucks too. <laughs> Fuck you, vans. I hate minivans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the codes because guess what? Jonathan Taylor went on a rampage last week, and it's going to continue this week, brother. Semi trucks, you too. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite direction as you. I feel like David, whichever car, I don't know who's playing it. Austin Carr. One of those cars. By the way, 60, 69% of the money is on the Colts. Thank you. I forgot that. That's okay. That's what I'm here for. Appreciate you, Mongo. Um, I think Carr starts to gel more with the receivers week by week. He looks better this week. He beats Minshew Magic, who has a pretty good game against the Saints defense, but Carr still pulls it up. I think the Colts are just a below average team and the Saints are an average team. So I, for that, it's pretty much a pick. I'm at one and a half. I, I hate taking road teams, but road teams have played really well against the spread this year so far. So give me the Saints. I, I think they. I think it's going to be like a 17-12 game. It's going to be ugly as ass. Are we split again? We're split again. Uh, so, mm, that's going to be interesting when the standings come yes. out. Let's see. This is a big-ass spread, and I, I feel like we all know what to do here, but let's see what happens. New England coming off the biggest win of the season last week. They are still a dog of nine and a half points going into South Beach, Miami. They are getting 63% of the Vegas money, though, being that nine and a half point home favorite. And this type of game the Dolphins like. They're playing a team that's not any good, so they'll go out and look good. They can't beat the good teams. We discussed that earlier. Where are the Patriots this week in Miami? What happened last week when they bit the Bills? Bill Jelicek got his 300th career win. He does not get 301 this week. 
hammer the Dolphins. Ooh. Not the mortgage, but maybe the car payment. <laughs> no homer alert there. Oh, I'm definitely going Dolphins. This could have been 13 and a half, and I've been fine taking it. Uh, you played your best game of the year last week, and uh, so just, just turn the team. I don't like the spread. It's a it's a bit much, but I think the Patriots premature ejaculated against the Bills <laughs> last week. I picked the Dolphins to cover. The, the Patriots did shoot their wad all at once. It's done. There's nothing left in the tank. Uh, we're all right here. The Dolphins just run away with this. This is a get-right game for them to where we feel like the Dolphins are going to be better. But to Big East point, they're whipping up on a uh, team that's just not very good. And 63% of the money's right in this case. So Dolphins all day long. Uh, all right, let's go to the Battle of New York. New York versus New York. Uh, the home team is a three-point dog, and the away team is a three-point favorite. I don't know what the hell that means. Do they change locker rooms when this happens? I think that's about all that happens. If I were these teams, I want this to be a road game for myself because you're still playing at home. So the Jets technically are the favorite. Three points, 72% of the money is on the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. So if they're technically the road team or the three-point favorite, Vegas thinks they're a six-point favorite. They're coming off a bye week and a nice win in Denver. I'm telling you, if you look at the numbers, this is how it works. Now, the Giants are a lot better team with Tyrod Taylor, a quarterback. And if you were to come out and win this game, look good again. Maybe Danny Dimes doesn't make it back under center, but they don't win this game. I'm not saying he gets jabbed in the lung before it starts, but he might as well because the J-E-T-S Jets are on a roll. They win by a touch. So I'm looking at these two New York franchises. You have one, the Jets, who show direction and a plan. You have the Giants. No one knows what the other plan is. So that's clear to me. Even with Aaron Rodgers going down, I feel so much better about the Jets' direction. I think the Jets went by seven. I would take Tyrod Taylor with a punctured lung over Daniel Jones. taking the Giants. <laughs> You're taking the Giants. That's taking the Giants. You're a lone wolf, pal. I'm taking the Jets to everything Mr. Brown and Biggie said. The Jets are a better overall team. They're showing fight. They're showing moxie. And, uh, you know, Stifler's mom is out there. And, and oh, uh, Zach Wilson's playing pretty good. You can see the little rub he's getting from Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of nice. And, you know, what happens if Rodgers is able to make a miracle comeback? The Jets are playing like they're trying to make the playoffs. The Giants are playing like they want to draft the number one pick. I I, I think Aaron Rodgers and uh, Zach Wilson should battle like they do in Wakanda. uh, Like, let's get a waterfall and a cliff. Are you not entertained? (laughs) (laughs) I, Lone Wolf. All right, so. I've had 30 seconds to think about this, what the lone wolf You need be, help. What a giant sounds like. So I'm going to go fee fi fo I smell the blood of an Englishman. Uh, <laughs> that's, right. that's what giants say. That's, that's, All right, the Jaguars on the road to Turbo Tommy's Pittsburgh Steelers. 65% of the money in Vegas coming in on the Jags, who is a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. I'm just going to say for the record, this is my least favorite game to pick this week. I agree with you there. Little hands, Kenny Pickett, and the Steelers somehow look good when they shouldn't look good. They're really nice in the second half. Defense is amazing, but they rely way too much on T.J. Watt. You know the thing I like most about this game? Jaguars start season one and two. Are they going to be that team with that? They won 12, 13 games. They go to their de facto home over in London. Since then, they've won four straight. They're coming off a mini-buy. Last time they played was Thursday night down New Orleans. This is short flight from Jacksonville, front of the sun. They win by seven. I'm, I'm right with you on the Jags. I feel like like everyone wants to talk about Trevor Lawrence, but no one wants to talk about how good the running game's been. ETN. Dude, he's killing it. 
And this is the time of year where we see in the season who's separating themselves. And the Jags are starting to do that right now. So I'm taking the Jags in a big way. I disagree with both of you. ETN is averaging <laughs> like 60 yards a game rushing. Yeah, but he's a good fantasy player. He's, he's getting in the end zone. He's scoring a couple touchdowns. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's throwing for less than 200 yards a game. You know, it's like him and Jordan Love in the same category. How's Jordan Love doing this year? If we look over at the Steelers, <laughs> however, as Biggie mentioned, it's a hard game to pick because if we look over at the Steelers, they are a 5-2 and two team that has been outscored by over 30 points in just seven games. So <laughs> That was week one. Yeah. <laughs> the Niners. Well, they got killed by the Texans, too. Oh, they did. They did. <laughs> and what teams to lose? And the games they've won, they've all been close. So it's like the uh, – it's a race to see who's faster, and they both lose, in my opinion. But uh, and and they're both five and two teams. I right, pick a team. I'm going with the Steelers. <laughs> After all that, all right. I I'm, I'm going to throw some logic out here. I'm also taking the Steelers just right. because the Jaguars aren't quite there. They always seem to play these games really close, even the ones they win. To Mongo's point, Pittsburgh plays a lot of the games they win really close. And honestly, I, my picks are terrible. I'm hoping if I pick the Steelers, it just means they lose because I need them to lose an AFC North game here to drop in the division. So uh, I'm taking the Steelers, but I, I really – it's a coin flip. I think this is going to be a, a, a low-scoring close game just for sentimental reasons. I need the Steelers to lose, so I'm taking them to win. We're split, right? Yes. Correct. All right. So we're still on the 1 o'clock window. Philadelphia. Going into the NFC East rival, the Washington Commies, 77% of the money on the Eagles. They're a seven-point road favorite. This should be one of the tougher games to pick with the fact that when they played in Philadelphia three weeks ago, the Redskins made a nice comeback. Sorry, Commanders, Washington, whatever you want to call them. We know what you Took the game to overtime. That doesn't happen this week. The Eagles played really well last week. It was the first time I felt like A.J. Brown and – Jalen Hurts have been on the same wavelength. Even though the numbers have looked better over the last four, 125 yards in each game for A.J. Brown. Eagles are catching their stride. Washington is losing a step. I think the Eagles go in there and blitz them. I agree 100%. I think the Eagles win by like 14 to 17. Yep, artists formerly known as the Redskins are going down by more than seven. I'm picking the Eagles. This is going to be like the Ravens at the Lions last week. I think the Eagles just freaking destroy them. They're going in two opposite directions, and all of a sudden now the rhetoric on Eric Bieniemy is going to be, he's not that guy. And, and it's not his fault. And I Washington, hate that for him. They're I just do. not a good team, man. I hate that for him. You pick the wrong spot to go to. If he, now, if they end up doing something good, he is making a name for himself, but let's be honest, that talent's not there and it's not happening. Uh, so, uh, yeah, across the board on the Eagles, the Texans, still in the 1 o'clock window, they are going on the road to Carolina, 78%. This is crazy. 78% of the money on the Texans. When did you think you would get that this year? We're getting it because of C.J. Stroud and the Texans being a three-and-a-half-point road favorite in Carolina. Think about these two rookie quarterbacks matchups here. Go ahead, Biggs. That choice is going to say two rookie quarterbacks at this point in the season. Bryce Young was supposed to be the undisputed number one pick, was going to hit hard. He's been a little injured, hasn't played well. He's supposed to have the better coach to help out, Frank Wright. But what you said – earlier in the other show about C.J. Stroud just absolutely balling. I don't think he's had but one interception so far this year. He's looked good in every game he's played in, and this Texas team as a whole really fights. 
To me, this is one of the easier picks of the week's Texans to cover. If you heard me early in the other show, you need to listen to that one. I'm not repeating myself. <laughs> Give me the Texans. Yeah, the Panthers are probably one of the worst teams in the NFL. And uh, the Texans have just looked not so bad. <laughs> so, as Biggie would say, Vegas expects Texans to win by at least 6.5. So, I'm taking the Texans. <laughs> it's impossible to win by 6.5, but uh, that does make sense to everybody listening, I'm sure. The Texans are winning this one. C.J. Stroud is the better quarterback. A lot of times when you pick games, take the better quarterback. Usually you're not wrong, so I'm riding that with you guys. We're across the board on the Texans. Let that sink in. We all picked the Texans to cover a spread. On the that, road. That's welcome against to 2023. How average are the Texans against how bad are that's exactly. All right, so the Browns, we're in the 4 o'clock window. They're making a trip out west to Seattle. The Browns, I think, are the most confusing team in the entire NFL. 61% of the money is on Seattle, four points at home for the Hawks. Browns are another one of those teams looking at their quarterback like the Giants with Daniel Dimes, and they're like, geez, how can we get this money back? Why do we trade for this guy? He doesn't even want to play. It seemed like it's his decision to play, but he doesn't want to. They're rolling with... P.J. Walker. Now, the thing about their starting quarterback, P.J. Walker, T-Bag beat him out in Chicago for the backup. That's why he's the starter in Cleveland right now. You just said the same thing. Pick better starting quarterback. That's Geno Smith. The Seahawks are dynamite at home. I like him to win by 7-9. to nine. Give me the fighting Genos. You said 7-9? 7-2-9. He's going to win by 7-9. That's the final. 7-9. Sorry. Sorry. No, the margin of victory. Listen, 729 I'm on the Browns here. Have you watched their defense play any lately? Miles Garrett is a one-man show, baby. Bro, it's one of the funnest teams to watch. They make things sloppy every single week. And I'm telling you, the Browns are going to go into Seattle with that crowd, and they're going to win this game by six points. All right, so I, I think that the uh, Browns are down to the third string running back, Green Hunt, that they cut and then only signed again because Chubb went down. Still scoring, baby. He, he is. Ford isn't going to be he, – he was the – he's a replacement. He ain't going to be scored. I think We've already established we hate all calls. All right, shut up. Seahawks. <laughs> I'm also taking the Seahawks. Mr. Brown's alone wolf on this one. I'm taking the better quarterback. I'm taking the West Coast uh, 4 o'clock start. I'm taking the Seattle home environment. I'm taking the better quarterback. And I'm taking the fact that the Browns can't seem to do it back-to-back very often. They usually have a good game and a bad game. Hit us with the lone wolf, brother. Ooh, 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 ooh. That was the dog pound for all you uh, amateurs out there. This is a uh, surprisingly small spread in this next game. Uh, Maybe it's because it's in Denver, mile high. The Broncos at home. 85% of the money riding the Taylor Swifties as the Chiefs are a seven-point road favorite. I can't believe this isn't a bigger spread. This should be the biggest spread of the week. To me, it's the easiest one to pick, and I will be betting this game heavily. (laughs) The mortgage? Mortgage is not from last week. Oh, that's right. Ah, uh, now it's just the kids' college tuition. Give me the Chiefs to cover. I'm going with Chiefs as well. Have you seen what happens since they've had Swifty and every freaking shot during their games? They haven't lost yet, so is give she, me the Chiefs. Is she going to be at this game? I don't care. That matters. She's at all of them. Ta- Apparently, she's not a deep. Travis Kelsey has 60 more receiving yards per game in the game she's at versus uh, uh, she's Yeah. 
amazing. Like, I bet there's a Vegas prop bet on how many over-under hugs between Swifty and uh, Mrs. Mahomes. Did you see their secret handshake? They have one. They have one. Have you not so seen this? Uh, they have a secret handshake, and then there was one time they were doing it, and Jackson tried to get in on it, oh, and wow. they're like, what? Get out. You know Brittany's telling everybody, like, you know, I'm best friends with Taylor Swift. That's my bag. <laughs> so <laughs> might. One week, yes. one week Russell Wilson will be as good once as he ever was, but that this ain't it. <laughs> the Chiefs are getting hot, and it's a little early to be getting hot, but they're getting hot. They're going to be um, hot so against the Broncos. It's hot bothering The Chiefs. Spicy. Spicy. So you said the Chiefs, right? <laughs> I said the, the Chefs. The Chefs. Uh, hungry, have a Snickers. Nobody remembers that commercial but us. All right, so I don't know if you knew this, but the Chiefs' defense is ranked higher than the Chiefs' offense. First time in the Mahomes era. That's not going to last, and that's not because the defense is bad, but the offense isn't even firing on all cylinders. What's going to happen when it does? How many passing yards did Mahomes have at halftime last week? 300. Yeah, he was over 300. Denver is – I think Denver is the worst team in the NFL. I think just occasionally they'll play another crappy team and it makes you think there's a chance. This is not a crappy team. 85% 85% of the money is right. Chiefs all day long. So we're across the board on that one, fellas. So let's go to the Battle of the Birds. 425 kickoff here in Arizona as the Cardinals are given nine and a half up to the Ravens, who came off the best win of the season for them last week. 61% of the money is taking the Ravens to win by double digits. I'm with the money on the Ravens. They were put up a very impressive performance last week. and Lamar Jackson went from being an MVP candidate to a bust Back to an MVP candidate in the course of four weeks. If there's one team out there that will like to run the score up a little bit in these type of games, it is the Baltimore Ravens. And then you know what makes this an easier pick for me? Oh, in the same spot last week, I took the Cardinals to lose by at least 10, and they did, so I'm doing it again this week. Red Slather repeat. So this is the exact type of team that Baltimore's going to jump on you quick and early and get it by 14 and never let the foot off the gas. They're going to roll here by like 21 points. Unfortunately, Josh Dobbs this week is as good once as he's always been, and the Ravens are going to roll. I can't add anything to it. I think this is a one-sided matchup, and I'm, I can't believe it's only 61% of the money on Baltimore. Uh, the Cardinals, are, are they flashed early as being as good as they're going to be all year in those first couple weeks, and that was it. So Ravens all day long. Uh, the Cardinals are the shipments this year. All right, big game. We got Brock Purdy in concussion protocol. The Bengals coming off a bye week. The game is in San Francisco. The Niners, this is the smallest spread they've had after losing a couple games here in a row. They're getting four points at home, 62% of the money following the Bengals on the road. I love the money on the Bengals on the road coming off the bye week. San Francisco's in a little bit of a rut. The defense hasn't been playing quite as well, and that's what they've been falling back on for the last two or three seasons is that elite defense, it doesn't matter. They can win games 14 to 10. The offense doesn't have to show out. Brock Purdy out, possibly. Sam Donald in with his first start in how many years? Mm, two. Maybe he started one game last year. Yeah, That's the point I, I was know. going with is he ain't bringing the Swamp Muster with him. <laughs> Give me Joe Burrow and the Bengals for the W. I'm taking the Bengals to win as well. Between uh, Purdy and Burrow, I mean, I'm, I'm going with the better quarterback that's going to be there. Not to mention it might be Mr. Darnold. So I'm going with the Bengals to roll here. Bengals' defense has looked better over the past few weeks. The team as a whole has looked better. Uh, 
even if it's Sam Darnold, I don't trust the USC quarterback, and I don't <laughs> think I don't think Shanahan trusts him either. Even in a blowout game, he doesn't even come into play for a few plays at the end. I'm going with the Bengals. I I got to go with my home squad here. Who day all day? Uh, they're they're going to get right coming off the bye. They've been really good off the bye under Zach Taylor. So I think they continue. We across the board. Sixty two percent of the money's right. We're part of that. Go ahead and raise it to sixty four percent because yeah. we're all across the board of the Bengals. This is the first time I think every week we have picked the Niners to cover. All of us have. I don't think we've lone wolfed against the Niners at all this year. No, so uh, this is the first time. Fuck so, it. I'm switching to the Niners. What? There's gold in them there, Hill. Wow. (laughs) We'll allow it. (laughs) That counts as the lone wolf. (laughs) He's a prospector. All right. Better change it on there. You better change it. I changed (laughs) it. You can't do it emotionally and not do it physically. I I can't see his phone. He better lock it in. NFLPickWatch.com. Everybody check. Lock it up. (laughs) The Bears on the road. To the Chargers. This is an interesting game. The Chargers are getting eight and a half at home. The Bears haven't been very good. We know who the quarterback is. It's uh, not Justin Fields. It's our West Virginia boy. It's a close uh, line for Vegas. 51% of the money is on the Chargers. This is the favorite game of the week for me to pick, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. Typical Sunday night games, they book earlier in the year. You almost want to flex out of them because you know the Bears, they thought we're going to have Justin Fields and actually be good, but they're dog shit like usual. Tyler, be agent, West Virginia boy, starting him in fantasy. That's how bad my team is. This is his coming out party. (laughs) That Chargers defense under Brandon Staley, whose defensive mind is supposed to be good, is absolute dog shit. They will win this game. Tyler Baggett goes out, throws 320s, 300 yards. Bears cover. You say 320 or three Three teddies. Okay. You said Bears cover? Bears cover. Bears cover. All I'm going to say is I'm picking this strictly with my heart. And I'm going with the Bears. Mm. The Bears to cover. Wow. I'm emotional over that Homer. Homer coming. I I feel that deep within my loins. (laughs) Like a flaming golden hawk. Is it warm? Uh, flaming golden hawk. Yeah, so even if the Chargers were to win, they're not blowing anybody out because they have no defense. And that includes against Mr. Bajnay. They're going to assign his dad to play linebacker and arm wrestle people. I'm picking the Bears. <laughs> Maybe he's going to do that Deacon Jones head slap with that big arm. Okay. I mean, this could be legendary. I, I, I also think it's too big of a spread. Uh, Vegas is split on it. I, I think you're seeing what's happening. Eight and a half is a lot for a team that doesn't play defense. And uh, Chicago, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose 31 to 3. Like, it could go that way, but I, I'm taking the Bears. What, are we across the board on the Bears? What is wrong with this? Did we get broke last week from how bad the picks were? Oh, my God. I just want to say I love you guys. We're here for you, Mongo. (laughs) All right, let's see if we're here for Mr. Brown and his Raiders. On the road to the Lions, trying to bounce back after getting their ass whipped by the Ravens. This is the Monday night game in Detroit. 78% of the money's on them. Eight and a half point home favorite. So, listen, I got to take this one first, obviously, with my Raiders. And you said are you going to be there for Mr. Brown? Who the hell said Mr. Brown's going to be there for Mr. Brown? <laughs> I'm taking the Lions because they just got their asses kicked. The Raiders coming in there, they're not the team that's going to, once they get their mouth punched, they're not going to fight back. The Raiders are going to lay down. The Lions are going to win by 21. You know what I think when I think about this game on Monday night? 
I thank God the World Series starts Friday because they'll play <laughs> Friday, Saturday, off Sunday. Monday night, I'll have something decent to watch. I won't even turn this game on. I'm with you, Lions, by two, three, four touchdowns. How is this the flex game? We get the Raiders at the Lions. I guess because the Lions are going like ESPN needs to do a better job getting that TV situation figured well, this out. Is, this is Sunday night. This is no, NBC. this is Monday night. Monday oh, night. is it? Yeah, oh, Monday. the last game. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to Lions. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rouncey, we are with you. We're all taking your lines that you picked. Yes. So you went first. We knew what you were doing. We're thanks, there. Solidarity. Thanks, we're trying to wish and, and push the Raiders into that number one draft pick. So they another can, bad draft. Hey. So they can screw <laughs> that up and draft Robert Gallery or Alex Marcus Russell. Yeah, Alex Leatherwood. <laughs> Alex Leatherwood. Whoever no, no, no. it is. If they're going to draft runs. a clown, blow up and play them. They, they could do that. Yeah. Or a panda. Panda. Or a cum panda. <laughs> sea panda. Uh, so yeah, I'm taking the Lions along with 78 percent of that money. I think they get they get right after that uh, bad bad loss last week. All right, take a deep breath, guys. Let's see if we bounce back. That has concluded week. Are we in week eight? Is that what this is? Check the ticker here. Week eight NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. We're in the books. Let's see if we can get back to over 500 this week. Two weeks ago, we had a really good run. Last week, not so much. But, you know, we got a couple in the top 50. Marco's looking to take another lead here on Thursday night with his lone wolf. But, I, yeah, I'm uh, – where are we at? It's fourth and eight. This this determines whether or not we cover it all probably. Baker is sacked. And on. Mongo, the wow. lone wolf, covers most likely. Wait, he could break all four of those tackles. Wait, wait he could get up. You know, wait, was he down? There's the a play. flag. With wait a minute. We we could. It's not the made a call. They're calling a face mask. Too far away from the end zone penalty. (laughs) So they're not quite. He's got his helmet off. That's a flag. Yeah, it's not the Chiefs. It's not the Chiefs. What's he saying? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Did he grab? Did he grab the? Oh, face mask! Yes. We're going to live to fight another day. If you guys want to keep listening to the podcast, we're going to see what happens here. There's only three minutes left. This is going to extend it. But uh, I don't know. We really need the touchdown. They got to go for the field goal. Well, the field goal, what was it? It was not no. a half. bro. Field goal's not going to do it. It would for you. That's exactly right. That's why right. he's saying that. That's exactly right. He wants it to happen. He, yeah. Is that Ed Oliver? Who did that? Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. He was a bad man at Houston. Yeah. yeah. Did you? This was going to happen. The Bucks are going to drive down. They're going to score. And then we're going to cover. And then all is one. Sorry, Mongo. We're, we're just uh, waiting here with bated breath while this is uh, taking place here. First down, uh, did you see the play from the Vikings game where they told uh, TJ Hawkinson to feign an injury? And you could the camera was on the coach, and they could see him clearly saying, stay oh, down. Baker's going oh. deep. Oh, oh man, that was right oh, there. That's a shame. Uh, in the thing. What a throw. That's a shame. That's a what shame. A throw. Such, you got to catch that, Mike. Shame. Thought you were supposed to be all pro. Man, he hit him right in the back of the end zone, man. That's Whoa, not a Hall of Fame catch. No, it wasn't. Look at that little seam right there. Oh, double move on the safety. It wasn't that, it wasn't that going to be that easy of a catch. No, it was a hell of a hard – but he, he, oh! he had it in his hand. Oh, that's still a tough catch. Oh, that's a His very, knees would have been catch. down before he had control of it. Yeah. yeah, he would have been out of bounds. But, uh, yeah, anyway, the, uh, the Vikings were clearly on camera. 
telling old boy to feign an injury to stop the clock. I haven't heard anything about that since. Have you all? That? No. I, I don't know if they really investigate that as much because I feel like everybody does that crap now. I did see a play in the college game where uh, they were making a sub and the defense was uh, changing out defensive linemen and going as slow as possible. And they got to delay a game because the rest wouldn't let them snap the ball. Uh, that rule's got to change. I got a question for you, gentlemen. Okay, so it's your team. It's third and ten, by the way. Your team. You're you're coming down to a week 18, last game of the season, against Ooh. your rival. If you win the game, you don't get the first pick in the draft. If you lose the game against your rival, you do get a first pick. What do you root for? You lose. It, it, yeah, it depends on who the draft pick is. If it's a clear lock for number one draft pick, that like he's like, like he's an Andrew Luck or somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely you know I'm I'm cutting half my roster. I mean, I'm, I'm taking the L. I've been wishing for the Raiders to lose for two decades. Yeah, I mean, don't one pick. That's logic. Hey, we, your wishes come true, my friend. <laughs> we keep getting them. We just don't know how to, what to do with them. Yeah, let's draft your Marcus Russell. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. It's 4th and 10. There's uh, 2.51 left. They just caught a timeout. I'm not going to keep dragging it out just for that. But if uh, you're listening to this and the Bucks somehow managed to cover, I'm sure Scott Van Pelt's going to talk about it on his bad beats because there's no way this should be happening. 4th and 10. 4th and 10, 2.51. That's where we're leaving you guys at. Make sure you follow us on NFL Pick Watch. Make sure if you have a gambling addiction – 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-GAMBLER.net if you're not a phone person. What about .com? That probably takes you to one of them porn sites. Mm. Yeah, you got to know when to hold it. Know when to fold it. Know when to close your browser. Delete your history. <laughs> and uh, make sure you listen to the main episode of the podcast so you can hear about Mongo's story about pooping at the ball. We're going to leave you with that. Thanks for listening to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the NFL games, and uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Oh, yeah! Wait, 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 wait. I didn't stop the recording yet. Mike Evans just caught a touchdown on fourth and ten. Are there any flags? What just happened? Oh, my God. Did he get it? Did he get it? What a, oh, bounced off his helmet into his lap. Controls it. We got the cover. We got the cover. Woo!